Hey, Adam. Oh, see, you're not here. You're missing, you're missing some big time stuff today. So next time you make a little trip to Japan, you better think about that, buddy. I'm Peter Martin, and you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast, Daily Jazz Advice, coming at you. We have a very, very special guest today, Mr. Rick Beato. What's going on, Rick? What's up, Peter? How are you? I'm doing good. This is actually take two. We were just uh, joking about this. This is, as our (laughs) listeners know, this is very rare, but I was so excited as we started the interview that I didn't even give you a chance to talk much, and I was just blabbering on, so... We're doing take two here, but I'm so excited to have you here. And uh, like I said before, we have, um, there's probably about 1% or less of our audience that doesn't know who you are through, uh, you know, mainly through your YouTube channel called Everything Music. And, um, you know, for those of you that haven't followed Rick much, you may know about some of his like really big videos, but I want to dive into a few of those, but to some of the more jazz oriented stuff that some of our listeners may not know that you've delved into so if that's cool i was going to kind of bring up some of those but just a real quick background on rick he's like the real deal here he's done a lot of stuff i mean he's produced country hits he plays a number of instruments he is new england conservatory trained now that's big time that's big time right there because you actually got your degree there you got a master's from new england i did yeah that's awesome And then, um, you know, you've put it, you, you've taught at a number of different levels. You've played, you've produced, you've got the studio happening down there in, in Atlanta. You've got the YouTube channel. And um, so, so much to ask you about. Um, but maybe we could kind of start a little bit towards the end and work our way back if that works for you. And that is the, sure. U- the YouTube channel, uh, Everything Music. Can you just sort of talk about what was the impetus behind that, how long you've been doing it, and kind of your vision for it? So I started out uh, in the summer of 2016, so just a little over three years ago. Uh, one of my interns came in one day and you should start a YouTube channel. And I said, what? <laughs> and he said, oh, I said, what would it be about? And he said, talk about everything that you know, you, that you know about. It could be about music theory, history, recording techniques, anything, anything that you, you know, that, that, that you talk about here. And I said, nah, nobody's going to watch it guy with white hair on youtube <laughs> he goes no 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 and then i said well i don't even know how to use a camera i don't know how to edit video he goes i'm gonna i'll teach you i'll come in tomorrow and make your tra- channel trailer so the channel trailers you know where you talk about what your channel is going to be about so we made a list about all the different things you know we're talking about music theory and ear training and film scoring and jazz improvisation and and you know all different things popular music recording techniques and uh, I started and made one video, then I made two, and then I made 344 videos the first year and hit 100,000 sc- subscribers about a year year after. And then, you know, t- you know, two years after that. So it's been just over three years. Right at about the three-year mark, I hit a million subscribers. I'm almost at 1.2 million right now. Right, 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 right. So let, let's just talk about, like, the organic growth of – your channel because I think somebody you know now we have all these people saying okay we're gonna start a YouTube channel and follow this playbook and I think there's probably I'm sure there's a lot of um, music people that think that they can follow the the Rick Beato 
playbook on how to build this up, but the the variety of subjects that you've covered um, is is really startling. I mean, in terms of like deep dives on harmony, um, you know, the whole you know, what makes Bach great following him down to his, you know, his home in (laughs) Germany and the whole thing. And then you went to Leipzig. Yeah. But I mean, it's, it's, you kind of did everything wrong in terms of what a marketing YouTube profession would say, as far as like, just stick to this one niche and everything. That's right. But it's working. Yeah. That's, I think that's the whole success of it is I did everything that they Told you not to do, I did. Yeah. Well, I'm going to throw one idea out there that I that I think that it has meant, and I mentioned this to you on the phone the other day, that has really contributed is your quality level is at a very high level. And I think that, you know, a lot of people think now, yeah, if you have a, you know, cute kid falling in a bush or a dog playing the piano or whatever, <laughs> that's how you get a lot of YouTube views. But I really believe when it comes to this, I mean, you know, you're not having to sell anybody on how great music is. People love music. It's like... Uh, you know, a, a, a winemaker didn't have to sell them on the concept of wine. They just have to have a, a nice label. But um, I think even for our listeners, our very astute, sophisticated jazz snobs, you know, members of the jazz police force that listen to our little podcast here um, would see. Well, OK, I'm going to give an example here. and We're going to link to some of these videos because I want I mean, you've got stuff that's like, you know, everybody knows the the, the kid ear training stuff and the, the 20 great fills. And those are all awesome. But there's one that I found, which is called learn. And we're going to link to this below. Learn this famous jazz tune in five minutes where you go through and basically teach how to play so what on the piano. And, um, you know, in, in some ways, there's a lot of jazz pianists that can do that. But I got to say, you did something with the bass line. Like, you are swinging on that bass line in a way that we very rarely see um, in jazz tutorials online. And so, like, that's what I'm talking about quality. I mean, you don't even talk about it. And you definitely don't teach how to swing. You're, like, just showing. You're like, yeah, you play this, then you move it up a half step. And that's all accurate. But you're hitting that feel correctly. And I think people, that resonates with people, even if they don't know it. Yeah, I don't, uh, I, I, I try <laughs> I try not to get into, well, some of the videos get into really sophisticated, way, way, you know, uh, you know just uh, kind of crazy detail. But a lot of the times I try to present things really simply and leave out the complex stuff for the, you know, for the subject matter at hand. If it's learn something in five minutes, you know, like your two minute jazz videos. I mean, I try and teach something that, that people can learn in, in five minutes. Right. So, uh, you know, I try, I try, I try to stay with it and, and feel is something that, that takes a little bit more, explanations kind of like I interviewed uh Vinny Caliuta and I said my first question was okay Vinny talk about flow and Vinny's first thing he said was flow uh uh flow is the enemy of thought I think it was no thought is the enemy of flow is what Vinny said Mm. And, and that was a uh way into the weeds but brilliant observation then he went into talking about about improvisation and that was a really sophisticated concept there that, that he got into, but sometimes you need to just kind of stick with one simple thing and don't, don't get into things like feel because that's a, that's a whole rabbit hole to go down. Right. No, absolutely. Even though it's the, the most important thing to talk about, you know? 
Well, but I think just the fact that you played it with the right feel, that's super important and missing in a lot of, like YouTube doesn't have a filter when you upload a video about so what. Like it might have a copyright filter, you know, to check <laughs> if you're stealing, you know, if, if you can't monetize, yeah. but it doesn't have like a swing filter. And I feel like that's, <laughs> it should, it should, but right. It Let, let's, let's it get, should. let's get that algorithm going. But I think, <laughs> no, you know, when, cause I know, I know that there's a lot of different types there's a lot of like young aspiring musicians that follow you and that have learned a lot from you and um and i know that they play a lot of different types of music and stuff so if they do happen upon one of your you know jazz references or something that might be their only kind of educational exposure to how to play jazz correctly unless they're listening to some recordings or something so I think, you know, to me, the quality level and look, jazz is what I know best. I know a little bit of classical and you're, you know, you're spot on with 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 that stuff as well. But I think that you bring this quality level, you know, to all of the different things that you do and an authentic um, real musician, you know, an educator, but a pr practitioner as well. That's to me is the thing that connects all of your videos where, in the, you know, they're going in a lot of different directions um, and a lot of different genres. But this idea of you know, everything music. I mean, music is supposed to be high quality. It doesn't matter what instrument you're playing, what style, what genre. And it doesn't matter that, you know, anyone can throw a YouTube video up there. It's like, you know, when are we going to have this quality? So I love, I mean, it's been so satisfying for me to go on this deep dive and, and to kind of have some validation for humanity in that your stuff, and not just you. I mean, there's a whole bunch of people, but I know that, you know, Adam Neely and a lot of these younger guys really look up to you and, um, you know, learn, a, you know, learn a lot from you about how to do things correctly. And I know you've well, co collaborated with a bunch of them as well. Yeah. I actually had Adam in my studio yesterday. His band was in town and he was, uh, we did a live stream here just yesterday. So yeah. Um, I, uh, I've, I've interviewed a lot of YouTubers. I'm, I really believe in the community and, and, and supporting other channels and things like that. That's, that's been a big, a big thing for me. And, um, and I want to give back to, to you know, however I can and, and support people that, you know, think, channels that I really believe in. And, and uh, I love your channel, Peter. It's amazing. And I love your playing and can't say enough good things. So. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And I mean, I'm so glad that, you know, we, we were able to, to connect and I'm hoping I know we will be able to um, some more. But like I say, it's been. Uh, oh, there was another one I just saw. I wanted to ask you about. Mm -hmm. um which is the uh your rant when, well you have several rant and th like those are really <laughs> near and dear to my heart because i've made a few and i've wanted to make more and i feel like you've given me license now uh you know to make some more rants because i'm always feeling that same kind of vibe sometimes but you're sick of excuses thing when you were talking to one of your childhood friends and then you went um i mean that thing looked totally unscripted and unedited which was super impressive but you went on oh, like yeah. a 30 was... minute diatribe against you know people with excuses was i that... just got off the phone with them and i just turned the camera on and I, that was it one yeah. take yeah no it was great <laughs> but i mean it was like it was i think it kind of speaks to your um what what may be somewhat of a natural ability as a storyteller within your videos uh you know to be able to weave an interesting story out of, I mean, everybody gets annoyed with old friends that call or whatever, but you turned it into a story with, uh, you know, a place that it went, a, a compelling story and also something that was, could really be edifying for people listening and trying to get over their own kind of, 
you know, beyond just this is how you play the melodic minor scale, which you give them that at times as well, but some kind of inspirational, dare, dare I say even self-help, would that be appropriate to throw on there? Yeah, I guess. I guess yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that was great. So we're going to link to that one below because I think folks might um, enjoy that. And would you, would you consider it a rant video? Is that appropriate to, to call That's it That's totally a rant video, yes. Okay. <laughs> absolutely. I love rant videos. I'm a... I'm a big believer in rant videos. <laughs> I've yeah. done, done plenty of them. That's the conclusion of part one of my interview with Rick Beato. Tune in tomorrow for more illuminating conversations between Rick and I. We get into some more fun stuff on his videos. Keith Jarrett, a lot of great stuff to come. Um, we are, as always, sponsored by Open Studio, OpenStudioJazz.com. Go there. We have some very exciting giveaways coming up. Actually, I think the giveaways might be available now, so go check that out. That's going to be tied in with our big Black Friday, Cyber Monday promotion that's coming at you soon. So check that out, and until tomorrow, you'll hear it. <laughs>